Welcome to another episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Joining me today is someone I run into at every single conference. We talked a couple different occasions, but never actually met in person until we ran into each other at a conference. Uh, And uh, I'm really excited to have him here today. His name is Keith Summers. He's the co-founder and chief revenue officer at Health Quorum. Keith, great to see you. Great to be here. Appreciate it, Jared, and glad to be finally on the pod. Uh, what do we see? We saw each other in San Diego at like a very small conference recently, and that was it, right? How to make something happen. Yeah. Yeah. We saw you at Health in Boston before that, or HLTH. I call it Health. I'm going to call it Health. Yeah. Um, Either way. But yeah, then the Thomson Reuters event in San Diego, beautiful. Location for that. That Yeah, really nice. Um, But uh, yeah, really excited to have you here on the podcast. I know we've been meaning to do this for a while. Let's uh, dive right into it. Tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, so um, I'm here in the Boston area. Um, Originally grew up um, about half an hour hour south of Boston and um, have been here most of my professional career since. Uh, I'm really an entrepreneur at heart, have, you know, started and exited several um, companies in some other spaces, not not healthcare per se. Um, I have also spent some time working in a couple of um, companies within the Vista Equity portfolio uh, before really meeting my co-founder around 2017 and getting into into the space. So it was kind of fortunate, just the Boston startup community brought us together and um, we got to it from there. Love it. And, and and tell us a little bit about this company that you started. Uh, so Health Quorum. Um, tell us about the name. Tell us about what you do, why you do it. And, uh, you know, feel free to say how you do it. Yeah. So Health Quorum, I can't take credit for the name, but it's a bit of a play on the word uh, quorum. So really a meeting of, of the healthcare minds, right? Having enough uh, intelligent people together to try to solve some big problems in healthcare. And uh, that's why I got into the space myself. So I came at it more from the patient perspective around this time. I just happened to be having some, um, some experiences with some family members in healthcare, um, dealing with, you know, the waste and some unnecessary uh, procedures, uh, kind of getting my first exposure to, wow, things don't always work so perfectly in healthcare. Uh, and it came later in life, but I'm sure most people listening can can relate. They've had some sort of experience like that. Um, and it just so happened that uh, the founding team that we came to market with had also had similar experiences and really wanted to set out to solve that problem. Um, there's a fun, or not, not so fun, I should say, but a tidbit that uh, came across recently and this is really, you know, at our core, what we're looking to do is to solve the wasteful spending problem in healthcare. And we all know, I've heard other guests of yours talk about how, you know, 25, 30% of healthcare is wasteful. And in the US, that's about, you know, trillion dollars plus, right? But I heard it framed to me recently that um, the US wastes more on healthcare than the total GDP 
of countries like Russia or Brazil or Australia. And that kind of blew my mind, just putting it in that perspective. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, way too much waste. We need to we need to get better across the board. And someone recently came on the podcast talking about how much money has actually been raised in healthcare, right? Mm. And we still have that level of waste. We still have, um, you know, in certain spaces, a lack of automation. So it'll be interesting to see how we continue to evolve uh, as an industry. But uh, yeah, we need to we need to stop the waste uh, for sure. Yeah. So I, you know, from our perspective, there's there's a couple ways or several ways you can go about that. Uh, we feel the way to make really the most impact and to uh, try to, you know, address this at the source is looking at the provider uh, practice pattern point of view, and really seeing, um, you know, was was something necessary or not. That's that's the core of what we look at and. It's really driven and become more, more and more of a prevalent um, piece of the healthcare landscape when you think about low value care and value based care moving from fee for service to more of a value based care environment. So on our end, we're looking at practice patterns and we're really, I think, one of the few companies that is able to hit kind of all three sides of the triangle when you think about um, addressing pain points and solving for patients, providers, and payers. So at our core, we're a data analytics company, but it kind of boils down to being able to deliver a source of truth. And in our case, we're doing a score for every provider and we show relative to their peers, how they're performing from a cost efficiency perspective, if they're delivering high value care, and if they're more likely to be um, efficient and effective while still having good outcomes and controlling costs. That's kind of the bottom line that we're hoping to achieve here. Love it. Love what you're building. Um, I, I remember speaking with you early on, you were just kind of getting going. So it's been cool to see how the company's evolved. And uh, you know, one of the things that you and I wanted to talk a little bit about here today is, you know, the, the, the key topic. So, you know, drum roll, right? Um, <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> is, uh, the impact of price transparency. Let's, let's talk through it. That's a big one. And I think it's snuck up on a lot of people in the industry. That's what we've been seeing. So, uh, just for those who might not be as familiar there, there was a push and some legislation that really, um, came through for hospital price transparency last year. And, uh, and now this year really came, um, the second wave of that was on the health plan price transparency side. So it's, it's this movement to do what most other industries are able to do. You know what you're buying when you go to the store and you check out and that's not the case in healthcare. You, you oftentimes, uh, you have something done and you don't even know what it's going to cost. And that could very well be thousands of dollars, right? So uh, it's been much needed and it's a, in a way it's complementary to what we look at. So uh, you think about the two sides of, of kind of efficiency in healthcare, there's uh, is something priced reasonably and then should it happen or should it not happen? And I think that's a key missing piece. So in any event, it's, it's kind of sweeping um, the nation right now and folks are adjusting to it and trying to just figure out how to move forward with um, getting this information together and using it in a way that's you know beneficial, mostly for patients at the end of the day when they're making decisions around their healthcare. 
yeah, I, I think you said it perfectly. Um, and it'll be interesting. What, what I'm really interested in seeing, well, you've already seen it, right? We've seen price transparency evolve uh, over the years. And, and you just see more and more bills related to price transparency across the board, too, uh, you know, from a regulatory perspective. So uh, I think we'll, we'll see a lot more around price transparency, um, you know, especially wrapping up 2022, but heading into 2023 and beyond. Um, so it'll be interesting to see kind of what regulatory changes are kind of pushed through. Cause I know those always have a huge impact on, uh, on something like price transparency. Yeah. I mean, I'm just personally, from a patient perspective, I'm excited to be able to go to my directory shop for whatever I need, see somewhat of an accurate price. And hopefully alongside that is some sort of indicator of value, such as, you know, what we're providing in as many directories as possible. So we are trying to really bring the power to the people, so to speak. Um, and while we're, you know, a B2B company, you know, our, one of our main strategies is to help our clients kind of disseminate this down to um, those who are seeking care. Should be a t-shirt, power to the people, <laughs> right? I mean, right. yeah, why not, right? Health corn, power to the it's, people. It's, it might be a little more catchy than our our standard tagline, um, which <laughs> which is a little more nerdy and and let's hear it. Tailored healthcare analytics is is kind of the the, the name of the game for us. Um, you put my last name in the in the uh, yeah Jared Jared Taylor healthcare analytics perfect. <laughs> don't see what's wrong with that. It sounds beautiful to me. Um, hey, love it. What? Yeah, you line up our next round of fundraising, and maybe maybe we'll make it happen. <laughs> well, I wish uh, having my my whole name in that phrase would would help, but who knows? Uh, <laughs> um, no, that's really cool, and I like it. That's not nerdy. That's not too techy. That's that's cool. Um, let's talk through some of your recent partnerships. It seems like you've been super busy on that front, and it looks like a lot of the partners you're signing up just so happen to be recent guests on this show. I'm not saying that there's some alignment there. No, there's no, it's, you've been busy on your own, but uh, I really like hearing just like when I, I like going to a conference and I walk around, see all the booths. I like knowing that we had like these companies on the show and I can just go look them up and kind of learn some new information. So really excited to hear you signed a couple of uh, uh, partnerships with people that we've had on as guests. So let's, let's talk through these, uh, these companies real quick. Yeah. Um, so there's a handful and there's even others. I looked through the list that have been on before who we've been in talks with and we're hoping to do something with soon. But some of the big ones that, that you know, are either existing, new or uh, are really just on the forefront right now are Zealous. Um, and in particular, working with um, the Zealous Network Analytics team, we're looking at a partnership in almost just about there uh, and working through that with a company called ClearCost and they're more focused in the price transparency space. And then I think the one you're alluding to most recently is with HS Blocks. And that's a really cool um, engagement because uh, I mean, besides the fact that they're on blockchain technology, which is always fun, uh, there's a real use case to plug our information in and use it in a different way, um, essentially around negotiating value-based contracts and pricing those accordingly and have it be, you know, another key element that their model can use. And that's, that's a big piece of what we're all about. So we're, we're very collaborative as a company. 
our goal is to, you know, get our information in the hands of as many people as possible. And we do take a bit of a channel approach um, and, and really make that a priority. So we're really excited to be working with Lynn and the team at HS Blocks, um, as well as many at Zealous and, and Claire Costa, as I mentioned. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, to Lynn Carroll, right? Lynn Carroll. Yeah, you know what I always yeah. do with people around the office? I'll walk in, sit down, and I'll say, who's the guest from HS Blocks? <laughs> uh, what color is HS Blocks' um, logo? What does it look like? And it's so cool when they're like, oh, it's this, or it's this, or it's this. And they're like, wait, why do I even know that? <laughs> um, it, it's wow. it just muscle memory. Yeah, you're just seeing all these logos, seeing all these people. It's pretty cool. I was listening to one of your other um, shows recently, and I think the topic of your um, your sound dampener behind you came up. The color of that—that's it's close to a health farm orange, not not a hundred percent, but right on the edge there. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, pretty close. I, I I don't know. I I think I can't see the color orange well, because like one time we had someone on here, and I'm like, wow, that's quite the orange suit you have there, and they're like, this is salmon. <laughs> and he was right. It was salmon. And um, yeah. there's a big difference between salmon and orange. So um, if you're listening, I apologize for, for getting your suit color uh, wrong. And I'm learning. So there we go. <laughs> but this is this is blue, right? You can see this one. Sure it is. I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah, it's blue. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> uh, Keith, as we wrap up here, tell us what's next that you're really excited about. Yeah, I mean, we have a couple of innovations that we're working on right now. One of the big ones, and it actually drives a lot of what we do, is around um, referral detection technology. So um, you don't always implicitly know from a data source that you know, a referral from a primary care provider to a specialist took place. Uh, oftentimes that data is kind of lost in the, in the shuffle and it doesn't make its way to folks like us, you know, that, that really need it to see the full picture of what's happening with the patient. So we actually developed um, an algorithm ourselves that does just that. It looks at healthcare claims data, detects referral activity, and it can be used for all kinds of different applications. So, you know, we'll, we'll for instance, be able to tie PCP referral patterns to a specialist, and then we'll see you know, across all of those referrals, are they generally sending patients to high performers? And we can tie that back to the PCP. Um, we'll also see, for instance, you know, what type of network leakage might be happening within a network. So there's a lot of cool applications there and we're really just scratching the surface on it. Uh, but we've already seen a, you know, a pretty big surge of interest, you know, when we start bringing this out and, and kind of uh, early applications with some of our clients and prospects. Love it. Well, I look forward to, to seeing how things continue to progress. And uh, you and I will stay in touch. We'll probably run into each other at a couple of events and talk some more. So Yeah. No, this is great. Thanks for having me, and we'll see you soon.